You know, I think confrontation gets a negative rap. I do. And so many times, man, you think about the times that you've confronted situations in your life or confronted others uh, during your life, and it just it just blew up. Confrontation is actually a good thing. And actually, if you learn to harness the power of confrontation, everything is going to change in your life. But you have to learn to close the loop. Hi, welcome to The Sales Life. I'm your host, Marsh Bice, and I created The Sales Life because selling is the number one life skill. So many times people say, Marsh, I'm not in sales, but you got to think again because selling by definition is getting someone to accept your product, service, or idea. So that, my friends, makes you by very definition a salesperson because you're the product. At the very minimum, you're the product, you're the service. And we're all, every one of us are selling an idea from the time that you were a baby to the boardroom, all the way to the bedroom. <laughs> we're all selling our way through life. So there are some skills that I'm fortunate that I've learned in the sales profession that I've been able to transfer over to my life and use them to handle some of the worst in difficult situations to not settle in life, to continue to move up. Because see, there are three things that we all face in life, okay? Three things. Doesn't matter how rich and famous you are, doesn't matter how broke you are. We're all gonna face adversity, uncertainty, and complacency. All three of those things kick in. And you need some skills to learn how to handle the adversity. How do you handle it? How to embrace the uncertainty. I don't know what to do and how to never settle again. Situations are going to come. They're going to knock you down. They're going to flatline you. Doesn't mean you have to accept it. You just get right back up. And those five skills are the same skills that we learned in the sales profession because we have to, salespeople have to deal with all sort of adversity, uncertainty, shortages, natural disasters, customers, management situations, all kinds of different things. Every single day, we sign up for that. We know that. And there are five skills that we use, that we leverage to continue to move up, to be successful. I've been in sales for 25 years. And those skills are communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning and action, and productive confrontation. And that, speaking of, is exactly what we're going to talk about today. It's all about confrontation. And I say productive confrontation because confrontation is actually a good thing. Confrontation, out of all the skills that I just talked about, communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning and action, and productive confrontation, out of all of those skills, confrontation is the number one thing that you need to learn to do, okay? And sometimes we, we've, we've had a bad track record with that. And so we've gotten away from the confrontation and we hope that if we just stay away, if we avoid that things are going to come out better, they're not, they're not speaking firsthand. They're not everything changed in my life when I learned to confront. But the first person I had to confront was myself. I had to call myself out on the bullshit. Okay. And I had to get real with myself. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about closing the loop because Think about all of the mental resources that just go draining out when you don't confront, 
when something, when you just let things slide, think about at first, it, it may seem like a pinhole of a leak, but the, the more and more you avoid the confrontation, the, the gap gets wider and wider and wider. And so all of these resources begin to flow out and pour out. And so you, you, because you're avoiding, because you're playing these what if games and all these kind of different scenarios, you, you're not handling business. And this is where you start making a lot of mistakes. This is where you start taking your eye off the ball on so many other things because you're not, you're not closing the loop. And this is what creates the anxiousness, the worry, the fear. It just becomes something of a perpetual state. Think about that. Think about all the times, man, when you don't confront and you lay awake at night, you, you, your diet's all messed up, you, you turn to different vices because you don't confront and the situation gets worse and worse and worse. And a lot of times, man, when you do confront, one of two things is going to happen. Either A, you realize it wasn't as bad as you thought it was, and you're like, all this time, man, I've been putting off from having this conversation. And because you closed the loop, finally, you closed the loop, it wasn't as bad as what you thought it was. Or the second reason, or the second uh, happening when you don't close the loop. So one of two things is going to happen. Either A, it wasn't as bad as you thought it was, or B, it actually, you made it worse. And you made it worse because you layered all these kind of different emotions, one on top of the other. And so when you, by the time you, confronted and you were forced to confront you went in there with guns loaded you weren't persuadable go back and listen to episode i don't know which one it was 759 758 about being persuadable and persuadable it does not mean that you get run over or anything like that being persuadable means that i'm actually able to flow okay i'm porous i'm open <coughs> and i'm willing to take on these or, or understand the situation and go with the flow for a productive outcome itself. See, when you learn to close the loop and you stop letting, think of closing the loop as, you know, if you had power steering fluid with a, with a faulty hose, okay, that power steering fluid, if it, if that hose is, is leaking or loose, then all of that fluid is draining out. So you don't get optimal performance. And that's the same thing with closing the loop in your own life. See, when you don't clamp it down, then what's happening is, is all of your resources, you're not at top performance. So you're not closing the loop. And so all of your allocation of your mental and physical and emotional resources, emotional currency, I like to call it, are, are actually being allocated toward these what if games that if you would confront, you wouldn't assume anymore. And you would be able to deal with whatever the situation is. So closing the loop actually puts you back in control of your emotions. It puts you back in the driver's seat. See, you can't be in total control 
of everything that happens in your life. I can't control the ultimate outcome, but I can control what I do from there. And this is what closing the loop is all about. Confrontation is so important. There are three benefits that confrontation, productive confrontation will offer you. And I want to unpack those. The first one is it gives you ability to adjust. The second one is it gives you a prove it mindset. And then the third thing is confrontation, closing the loop, is gives you practice. And just like with practice, the more you do it through the reps, you get better at it. So the first thing is closing the loop, confronting what needs to be confronted. It gives you a chance to adjust. Pure and simple gives you a chance to adjust. And that's what's beautiful about that. So even if the news is bad, hear me well, even if it's bad, even if you know it's going to be bad, call the landlord, call the RS, call your mom, have that difficult conversation, whatever it is, close the loop. If it's bad, at least you catch it early on and you start dealing with it. Why avoid it and make bad to badder? You don't want that. So just close the loop. And so when you feel this hesitation, I'm big on mantras. I'm big on simplicity. And so when you feel this hesitation, close the loop right then and there. Just tell yourself, close the loop. Don't walk away hoping it'll fix itself. Just close the loop. Confront it right then and there. The second thing of closing the loop, it gives you a prove it mindset. Think about how many assumptions you just walk around all day long. You make all these kind of different assumptions and you just leave everything to chance. Why assume anything? It, it's, it's right there. Ask. And so let me put this in, in, in sales because this is what I do. Uh, but when, when a customer says, oh, you guys probably aren't going to give me what I want for my trade because I'm in the car business. Oh, you're probably not going to give me what I want for my trade. And even if they talked all, you know, I got to have this, I got to have this, you know, all these kind of different things. Instead of just walking away, yeah, probably not. Just in your mind, you're having these conversations, close the loop, prove it. I probably can't get approved. Prove it. And that's what you're saying to yourself. You're not saying that out loud, but you're saying prove it. Telling you, man, it's just, it's closing the loop. It's not walking away. Why follow up on a customer who wasn't qualified anyway, right? And so when you back away from that situation and you say, well, I mean, you know, we can always try. Yeah, I'll let you know. And then you're following up with them for a week, trying to, you know, see if they're qualified. Prove it right then and there. Get it. And see if they're see if they're qualified right then and there. So that way you can give them the direction that they need to do. Hey, you're going to need somebody else to go on the paperwork with you to help secure the loan, to, to add some strength to it. Or this is what's going to have to happen. You need to take care of these things. And then we can probably do something from there. Boom. Now you're freed up. I closed the loop. And now I'll free these things up. And that's just a metaphor. Selling is just a metaphor for everything else. And so, you know, that gives you the, the, the prove it mindset. And, and so when closing the loop, that's what you're saying to yourself. Prove it. When something comes up as an assumption, hey, prove it. The third thing is of closing the loop, it gives you practice. Just like what I was talking about just a second ago. This puts you back in the driver's seat of your emotions. And so, yes, when you first confront something, it may be a cleanup on aisle five. It may not come out very good. That's okay. Because with practice, 
you're going to get better. You're going to get more familiar with it. You're going to learn to see patterns. And so many people, and this will give you a superpower, because so many people just avoid things in life. They don't want to deal with it. So they just, they don't close the loop. And they just walk away. And they hope it just fixes itself. But you're the one who learns to, I mean, as bad as you want to walk away, you confront it. And you confront it. And you confront it. And the more that you do this, the better you'll get at it. Dude, you may have a bad night when you close the loop. It may be, or learn to close the loop and confront some things. It may be a bad night, but it's, it's better than having a bad year, a bad decade. Dude, I, I torched relationships. I wasted 10, 15 years of my life in, in so many different segments because I didn't confront. And I just hope it would, it would fix itself. And they don't. And all these layered emotions and these broken commitments. When if I would have confronted and had 10 years worth of practice, my God, I would have become better and more equipped. It's just like a muscle, man. The confrontation is like a muscle. The more you you put some pressure on it and you break those things down, then you learn to control your emotions better, even in the moment. The reason why you're not good and your emotions go haywire is because you don't close the loop. You just leave it open-ended. And so it just it's just draining you. You're stressed out. You're maxed out. You take it out on someone else. So they get the shrapnel. And now you've, you've got 10 different wars going on when if you would close the loop, you would have that one, that one situation that if you dealt with earlier, even if it was bad, you know what to do from there. I mean, think about relationships. I'm sitting here saying that. Think about relationships. Think about relationships that you know it's bad. Close the loop. Deal with it. Deal with it. It's just not productive. We're not pluses in each other's lives. Deal with it. I tell my wife all the time. We tell each other, hey, at any time, you don't want to be in this. That's okay. We're going to have that conversation, and we're going to end on a positive note. We're not just going to exist. We're not going to tear each other apart. No. And so we constantly prime that pump of closing the loop. So closing the loop. Let me give you some other examples, man. Close the loop. You got a disagreement at work. Close the loop. Deal with it with specifics, not generalities. Not, you know, these, well, I mean, you know, I was kind of, no, be specific, man. Use as few words as possible. Don't go in there trying to tear the person apart. Just here's some specifics. Here's some things, man, that, you know, we were once this way and, and I just don't feel like we're eye to eye anymore. Tell me what's going on. And be persuadable, be open because you could be the problem. You think they're the problem when in fact you're the problem and you were the problem from a month ago. And now because you opened it up, now you give them a chance to deal with that. And that gives you a chance to close the loop. If you have a low performer there at work, close the loop, man. Don't just hope that they get it. Sit them down, set the expectation, give them the support that they need. 
and you're actually doing them a favor. You're actually doing them a big favor because if you don't and you hope that they just get it on their own, all you're doing is, is you're making the situation worse. Close the loop through confrontation because a lot of times you're going to find with that low performer at work that when you close the loop and you say, hey, this is the expectation I have. This is the support I'm going to give you. And if it doesn't, here's the consequence. You're gonna, I'm going to have to make a decision that we're just going to have to part ways because sometimes this just isn't for you. And unfortunately, six months now, you haven't been getting it. And this is our next step. And a lot of times, man, what will happen is, is they will realize, you know what, this isn't for me. They, they, they're not closing the loop in their own life. And so having that confrontation, that discussion, but in a productive way, actually gives them the chance to say, this isn't for me. Or you know what? I've been interviewing for some other jobs. I was actually going to tell you next Tuesday, you guys can part ways on a, on a high note and not torching or anything like that. If it's, an act, if it's a child that's acting out, dude, close the loop. <laughs> close the loop, man. Tell, tell me what's going on. Just, we, we just seem just not on the same. We're not, we're not seeing eye to eye. Close the loop. Don't just slam doors, punch walls, close the loop. Don't turn to vices. Don't seek avoidance. Close the loop. Even in your own life. Before you, let me back, back the truck up. Before you confront anything, close the loop in your own life. And that's productive confrontation in your own life. Call yourself, call yourself out on your own shit. Okay. There, there's so many, and, and I was one of those, man, that I, I, I would tell everybody else what their situation was. I could say all the right things. I could give you the best advice. Yet I wasn't closing the loop in my own life. Vices, poor habits, negative thinking, toxic relationship. Close the loop. It wasn't until I confronted these things and closed the loop. Yes, it got dark. Yes, there were days I didn't feel like I could make it. But when I closed the loop, now I could deal with it. It's a stake in the ground. It's a line in the sand where I was able to, I drew that. And then I dealt with it from there. This is why, and this is where you, when you close the loop, you put these no matter what's in your life. And these no matter what's are your non-negotiables. It's things that you just, you don't sway from. It's getting up early every single day. It's busting a sweat every single day, going to work out every single day. It's writing every single day, right? Every single day, man. It's you empty your mind on a page that way. You're not playing full-minded. You can't put anything else new in there because you're not emptying your mind out. And the, the, the thing that you write on the page is for you. If you want to share it with someone, fine, but it's for you. You write these things down. And when you do, you empty your mind out. And that way it frees you up for new things to come in. That's a non-negotiable for me. So it's working out every day. It's getting up at a set time every day. It's working out every day. It's writing every single day. It's learning something new every single day and then applying it. 
It's planning my meals every single day. And then it's sharing something every single day. Dude, let me tell you something. Everyone is an expert at something. Some people are experts at arts and crafts. Some people are experts at parenting. Some people are exports, ex, experts at, at uh, working out, at meal preps in 10 minutes or less. Whatever. Dude, every one of us are experts at something. Share that thing. And as you share, frees you up. You deepen your knowledge and your awareness. And if you could teach it, then you learn it more so also. Close the loop, man. Don't let any more resources drain out in your day. Just deal with it. Close the loop. And that's the mantra that I want you to live by today. So the minute you feel something like, I'd rather have a bad day than a bad year, than a bad month, than a bad decade. All right, let's go. You're going to be fine. And the more you do it, the more familiar you get, the better you'll get at it also. All right, let's get it out of here. Remember, keep it simple, keep it moving, never settle, keep selling. The greatest sale that you're ever going to make is the sale you on you. For more on the sales life, go to, to go to marshbuys.com. That's M-A-R-S-H-B-U-I-C-E. And there you're going to find episode, I think this is 761. So there you're going to find 761, this one right here, and then also 760 other ones uh, that are posted on there also. I, actually, I think there's more. I think I, I jacked up my counting or stopped counting for a while. But anyway, there are thousands of free resources, not only from podcasts, but also from videos right there on uh, that are all linked together. That way you can go right there to the uh, YouTube. And then also in the bottom right is a mic from you to me. Let me know what's going on in your world and how I can help. I'm active on Instagram, Instagram stories. I post something every single day, man, and let you know what's going on in my life. Now, also, if you want to take your coaching to the next level, there is a coaching tab right there on marshbice.com. That way you can learn how to sell your way through life using the five core skills of communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning and action and productive confrontation. So with that, remember the greatest sale that you will ever make is the sale you on you. Thanks so much for being here. If this helped you in any sort of way and can help someone else, be share and share, be sure and share today's episode. We are the top 3% podcast in the world. And that's all because of you, because you come back and you listen and you share it and you spread the word as well. I'm never going to come on here bitching, ranting and raving. It's all about selling. It's all about production. That's what we're here to do. All right, let's get out of here. Peace.